Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFLX special podcast. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who was furious. The AFL didn't take his suggestion instead of the coin toss. It's Adam Rosenbachs. G'day Michael. How do you do on this? One, what a wonderful day. AFLX, it's here. It's here to stay. I, 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 I truly hope it is. I truly hope it is. Every year we'll look back at it as you uh, put up on Twitter, you sat down and you watched the... The uh, AFLX Grand Final Marathon last how night. How was that? Was it great <laughs> just to sit back and go, fuck, look how much it's changed. I know, I There's know. There's not even a game changer out there. <laughs> They're kicking zoopers. What's a zooper? I can't even remember. remember. The old-fashioned game that we used to know, you know, oh. we grew up with. <laughs> so, many, so many things have changed, including now... The coin toss. Mm. There will not be a coin toss. No, not tonight. Because you know how fucking boring a coin toss is? Ugh. For hundreds of, thousands of years we've sat there and heard heads, tails, mm. boring. They try to spice it up by putting uh, maybe a, a club uh, fan in there, maybe oh, put yeah. a little kid in there, maybe even a celebrity every now and then. Remember they had, um, and this is one of my most favourite ones, they had uh, like a, a live exhibit from Mona. I do remember that game. It so was this a Hawthorne game, because Hawthorne obviously down in um, Launceston. Uh, and they had a person come out. Oh, gee, how do you describe it? Almost like wearing a big sheet with a weird hat. Imagine Yoko Ono had dressed someone. Yeah, actually, a little bit like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good reckon, way to put it. Yeah, picture that and you've got it. And, and that, you know, that made it... Oh, for me, that was one of my favourite coin tosses of all time. Yep. I remember once, one, um, it was uh, Carlton were playing West Coast and... They let a West Coast fan toss the coin, as they often do. And Scott Camperiali was Carlton's captain at the time. So it was early 2000s. We'd obviously, Cuda was out or something. And the guy went to do the handshake before the coin toss. And he did the hand, yeah, okay. the hand run through the, the I've hand. I've got a feeling there was a little kid who gave it to a, gave it to a captain one day as well. I when like the opposition it. captain rocked up and the kid the kid got in his kitchen very early. I like it. Get in his shoe box. Yeah, you got in the shoe box. Mate, you've got to make that happen. So anyway, AFLX have gone too boring and, and I'm I'm kind of with them on this, but they went with rock, paper, scissors. Yes. Now the cricket, Big Bash, they went with the flats or Roofs? Roofs, yes. Yeah. Is that what you always copped on? Was it flats or tops? I don't remember saying roofs as a kid. I actually can't remember now. Flats or or maybe it was sticker? You know, because that's where the sticking yeah. side was. I'm trying to think. What did they have? Because the terminology they have, the Big Bash used wasn't the terminology that we all knew. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking yeah. as well. I, I think for me, it was either flats or scoop because we were doing very well. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. so we had the Grey Nicks. Gotcha. I haven't even had the David, uh, David Hook's Hurricane, the four scoop. The Grey Nicks scoop. Do you think that's like one of the most uh, fake marketing things of all time? Look, I would say it is, but... Batsmen at a high level used it. It's not yeah, like yeah, we yeah, were for sure, for sure. But wasn't the implication that they take that wood out and they put it in the front for more more power? Is that what it was? I don't know. There was some kind of dynamic thing where it well, actually would give you more power. But I, I just think it's a bit of a marketing ploy. Well, no, because the David Warner bat has one hundred percent extra kaboom in it, doesn't it? Okay, yeah, but also the scoop thing has kind of fallen by the wayside now, hasn't it? Well, it has. It's because uh, you can't take 
you can't take more weight out of a bat and make it a better bat. <laughs> I think just I would say the laws of physics take that away. That you, I think, the more weight I, you take out of something, the the not less strength it's going to have. Yeah, I think Gray Nick's uh, got us all on that one. Yeah, because no one uses grey nickels. Do people? Oh, yeah, they do. They use would. Yeah, yeah. Grey nickels. At anyway, moment. anyway, we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's in our other podcast. <laughs> that for legs. Yeah, that's in uh, off the long run. I we had ideas for the AFL to use for the start of AFLX, and they ignored every single one of every them. Every single and I'm one. Fucking disappointed by this. So, um, we know the Western Bulldogs are into it, and it's a fun thing to do. Tug of war. So you get both teams perfect lining up. You've you've already selected them. They mm-hmm. get a rope, put it out in the middle. Whoever pulls the other team across gets to pick which end they kick to. Perfect. Uh, Russian roulette. Russian roulette. That would so, be a colourful way to begin. You got a pistol in the middle of the ground. Uh huh. Right? Say Eddie Betts is out there with Patrick Dangerfield. Uh huh. Right? Spins it. <laughs> ends up on Danger's side. Uh-oh. Danger. Gun to the head. <laughs> Boom. Down goes Danger. There goes your game changer. He's already out of the game. The kids are fucking horrified. But what? So if Danger wins though, he's like, okay, Coventry end. Yes. Yep. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. It's up to you're already a team. You lose. You're a man down. Mm-hmm. How how exciting! With I'm tuning in to watch fucking Russian roulette at the start of the AFLX. It's <laughs> a staring contest. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. First to blink, you lose. So what if they what if they go out to 45 minutes? Like if you've got Nat Five, there's not a lot going on behind behind the you know the veneer of of Nat Five. He can, I reckon he could outstay you for a little while. You've never seen the world staring t- contest championships, then, haven't you? I haven't. It's scintillating stuff, my friend. Okay. Amazing. Things. What's the world record? Uh, an hour and 47 minutes. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, right. I could wait for that if that meant to know who was going to, you know, yeah. which end they were going to kick to. Like, I mean, what are there? Eight games? So we'd be getting home pretty late. That's okay. I think it's worth it. I think people would stick it out for that. Mm-hmm. It's better than rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. Scintillating TV too. Mm. I don't mind that. What about, all right, go with me on this. You get, so each team, at the start of the game, each team goes, you either pick, uh, you get Jack Watts or you get Shane Mumford, right? And there's a huge pile that they each get of Vizen Pulver. Mm-hmm. And whoever vacuums the Vizen Pulver up the quickest, they get to choose which end they kick to. Yep, yep. I like that as well. These are all great ideas mm. that the AFL didn't go with, by the way. A wood chop. That was my idea. Fuck. Who wouldn't love a wood chop <laughs> in your footy chop? boots? On, on the, you're on the log in your boots. We put all of these to Gil. No feedback whatsoever. I, I, I fuck, I love the woodchop. <laughs> because that's kind of one of the things that's gone from our great game, isn't it? Yeah, the woodchop. Yep. Yeah. And what you were telling me before in the um, in the XFL in America. Yeah, so they put the ball on the ground and then about 20 yards from two players and they would run towards the ball. So the opposite and, direction. And whoever, whoever, I can't remember if opposite or it's the same direction, but they would dive on the ball and whoever got the ball, they would then choose if they need to kick or what end yep. or whatever. Yeah. And in the very first time they did it, a guy popped his shoulder. I think the guy might have popped his shoulder and they thought, we didn't think this through very well. That's exactly the kind yeah. of idea that we love, though. Yeah. Ideas that weren't thought through yeah. very well. Yeah. So, AFL, I think, I think you've missed rock, paper, scissors. I mean, I'm going to be sitting there and you're just going to be yelling, paper, paper, come on, go, paper. Oh. What would you go with if you had to do it? Like when heads and tails, I always go heads. Yeah, I reckon I'm a heads man. Uh, I reckon I'd have to gauge what the other person's doing. Mm. Like, I just think, oh... Let's if do it now, okay? All right. One, mm. two, three. Rock, I'm rock. You're and I'm scissors. scissors. I win. I lost. There you go. There we go. So which way would you kick? Uh, I would kick to the zooper duper end. Okay. That's good, because we defend every... I'd uh, kick to the end where there's the strong man, 
the clown. <laughs> yeah. And the guy dresses Gumby. Yeah, and the Gil and McLaughlin going, oh, this is fucked. <laughs> Haven't I got a party to go to? Gil will be there tonight, won't he? Awesome. We're going to get to talk to him. Yeah, so uh, Michael and I, at the end of this, uh, once we leave Wayne Jackson Studios, we are going to the AFLX game and we are going to record... At Marvel Stadium. Yes, we're going to record during the AFLX and tell you about the sights and sounds that we're hearing, the adventure that we're going on. Hey, uh, this is going to be fun. First time at Marvel Stadium. Oh, yes. That For is, me. That is a very good point. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go to any Big Bash. So mm. it's going to be uh, it's Looking be forward loose. to seeing how they've marvelized it. I imagine we're going to get a lot of um, a lot of sights, a lot of sounds. I think there'll be some superheroes getting around there. Let's try and break into like the kids' area. Like you got to pay extra for like the lounge area they have at have the a end, area. yeah, kind of at the end of the ground, or at least they did last year. There's okay, like a bit no. of a lounge area with lots of kind of games and like beanbags and stuff. Yeah, there's definitely a kids zone where there's slides and face yeah, yeah. painting and stuff. So I, because I'm bolts all the way, I'm a bolt man. Mm-hmm. Who's my captain? Uh, Danger. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm bolts. I'm actually curious to know if they're going to have merch. If they're going to have AFLX merch, I reckon they do because on the website when I was looking at what time they were starting. That, uh, and I reckon that could be um, that could be a collector's item in a few years. Oh, you'd imagine like they're not going to do it again. You don't think you're going to get the bolts again? No, but I, no, but like, well, I don't think you would get the bolts again. To me, they're kind of connected to Patrick Dangerfield. Like, if he stops doing it, that to me, like, it's a bit like when Fitzroy died. You know, it's like, you know, it's not Fitzroy anymore. How can you keep going? But it's still going the on? Lions. Yeah, but we won't have the same connection if Dangerfield's so you think it, not it's, captain. So. It goes to, to the grave with him. Do you think when they carry Patrick Dangerfield, God forbid, there's a long time in, they'll in the have, future. They'll have a bolt jumper on the coffin. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone there will be... And they'll play the Bolts theme song as he walks out. As given, they lower the coffin into yeah, the ground. And given a, uh, a what do you call it, a, a human parade, what do you call it? They line up. Yeah, a parade of people. Yeah, like they will be Bolts players. They'll have oh, the other thirteen okay. bolts players. A guard of honor—that's the word I'm looking for. Yes, and also it would be it would be uh, bolts players who would carry the coffin out of the. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure they'll all be old men by the time this happens. No, that's true. And if they get his coffin in the hole from more than forty meters, <laughs> that's a zooper. <laughs> the funeral's free. Yeah, <laughs> that's a zooper death. <laughs> yeah, and I think on the gravestone too, it will say, "Here lies bolts captain." Yeah. Patrick, Patrick Dangerfield. Dangerfield. The man who has a very aggressively come out and defended AFLX. Yeah, Fifey did too. Yeah. This week. Yeah, they both have. I, I wonder, were they muzzled last year? That's what I think. Because I reckon they defended it, but no one heard it. Because ah, okay. they're not high profile enough. But yep. this year... They're kind of into it, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. <laughs> I can't work out what the change has been. But, um, yeah, they, they fucking love it. Oh, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. I'm looking, I'm looking forward, forward to it. You I'm know what I'm looking forward to? What are you looking forward to? The Junk Time AFL live show. Holy shit. The Junk Time AFL live show at the Comics Lounge in North Melbourne on Sunday, March 10. Tickets can be found at trybooking.com. Guests are going to be Sam Pang from Front Bar and Nova Breakfast in Melbourne. Have you been paying attention? Mm. And then also the big football names. Grant Thomas, former St. Kilda catch coach. Nathan Buckley, current Collingwood coach. I think, it's, I think Nathan Buckley is the biggest guest we've ever had. I would reckon that's pretty much right, yes. Like, current coach, just lost a grand final. Oh, he's sheesh. at the peak of his uh, powers as a coach. I just want to talk about the beard. You love the beard, do Mike, you? I love the beard. Okay, mate, we don't, don't get too close. People come along, watch Michael get way too close to uh, <laughs> to Nathan Buckley. So we do have some uh, guests that are still, we're still waiting on for some confirmation. So they, they, we will be announcing another guest. But 
I guess we're going to have to do a podcast next week because it's only two weeks away. Yes. So get your tickets. Get on to trybooking.com. Come along. It's going to be a fun afternoon. It's a long weekend. Come and have a couple of froths with us. A couple of froths, mate. On the Sunday afternoon. What the fuck else are you going to be doing there? It's, it's going to be awesome. It's Labor Day Eve. Everyone knows that's the best time to do a live podcast. And also, Grant Thomas got a bit off, bit off the leash this week. So we, Michael and I were talking about this during the week. There is every chance, because we're going to ask Grant Thomas about what he said on yeah, his own yeah. podcast and what he said on ECN. Yeah. And basically, if you haven't heard it, he came out and said that uh, once he finished at St Kilda, a player who was playing, still playing under him came, o- o- came up to him and said most of the list or half the list were on drugs, mm. recreational, recreational drugs. Recreational drugs, yeah. And so we're going to be asking about that. So there's a big chance that we won't be able to put that up on the podcast. Well, yeah, Grant had the views. And then there's also been a bit of talk during the week about uh, players on lists that uh, kind of play the system as such people are suggesting. Well, yeah, it created a huge thing, didn't mm. it, this week. So, so basically what we're saying is come along because uh, what Grant Thomas says we may not be able to... Put to air. Yeah, that's what we want to say. Yeah, we there might be, and hopefully, yes, no, because <laughs> we'll be angry for that. Yes, uh, there are bits that you know you want to hear it first. Yes, but uh, yeah, one of the things that co- sort of came out in the wash was that uh, players, because you don't get a strike if you say I've got a mental illness, mm. and they go, oh, we can't strike you for that. You've obviously struggling, and so they're saying because you know we're not picking on people with mental illnesses, but some players are using it to their advantage and saying, oh yeah, fuck yeah. I've got a mental illness. Yeah. Like, and, and I, I'm, I'm with them on that because, like, there's been nights where I've been depressed off my fucking head. Yeah, sure. Like, I am so depressed that mm-hmm. I stay up for, like, two, three days because <laughs> I'm fucking so depressed, Michael. Yeah. It cost me, like, my medication for my depression. It's like 350 bucks a bag. Yep, gotcha. And I'm so fucking depressed that I just need more and more of it because I'm, I'm depressed, Michael. And then also, when you can't find it, mm. that... Triggers your depression even more. Well, I get anxious. When it's 4.30 in the morning and they're not re- not returning your text message. Well, when they say they're going to be there in half an hour and it's two <laughs> hours later, my, my heart is just beating yeah. out of its little chest. For sure. I've, seen, I've seen it happen, Adam. You're shaking. You're I, shaking. And I try to give you happy thoughts. I say, I say think about Carlson. And well, not now, but no, like no. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Think happy thoughts. There's other times when some of the uh, some of the other tablets that I take make me really make me really happy, mm-hmm. and the mental illness goes away for a little <laughs> bit. And all I want to do is like just stare at the lights and hug my mates and just <laughs> chill and listen to music. And that that's a part of my mental illness. There's ups, there's downs. Yeah, I can't yep. help that. Yeah. So the AFL said they're looking into maybe their policy at the minute well, or at the end of the year because it was uh, said on Three AW. Earlier this week, there's a lot going around, and we must stress like no one really knows what's true. No, a lot of it's hearsay, mm. and we fucking love hearsay. Awesome, we love are happy arena. to buy into hearsay <laughs> uh, that 17 players on one list are uh, quote mentally ill at the moment, and that's they say to avoid, um, you know, getting a strike against. Them. Yeah, sure. So, and I just say, like, I mean, look at Shane Mumford. Did he look happy in that video to you, mate? The, the guy looked like he he. He's going through some tough things. He was going through a lot of tough like things. The, like the final uh, 17 inches of that <laughs> white powder. And you know what? You know what uh, warms him up is having his mates around him chanting sausages. Sausage. That's what. That's the kind of mates that he has that chant sausages and film that to remind him. They go, look how down you were, mate. Yep. You know how down you are? I'm going to send this to everyone else just to remind you uh-huh. of your dark days, buddy. <laughs> and that's why we need more friends like that. I wish fucking I had friends like that. Anyway, live show, March 10. Go to trybooking.com. Get your tickets. 
Footy uh, slowly filtering back, isn't it? And people, people are desperate. I know, I know the AFLW is happening and it's great. And people would just fucking be desperate for any type of footy. Hmm. A lot of people have turned out to the scratch matches over. Like, I love a scratch match. Yeah. So, uh, Demons and the Pies played this morning. Yes. Uh, down at the Holden Centre. Yep. And that was chock a block. Yeah. Chock a block full of people. And, you know, everyone's always worried, like, did, uh, you know, there was talk that maybe Darcy Moore pinged a hamstring or something like that, but apparently got through, everything's okay, he and Jamie Elliott came through, so Collingwood fans, nothing to worry about there. That's the whole thing with practice match, isn't it? You're just hoping that people don't get hurt. You pray. Yeah. You pray. You, really like, you're almost like, why is he playing? I don't yeah, want him bit, out there. A little bit. And there's also some, is there a bit of like, if you're a really good player, you're like, you're the best player in the, in the team, and you're a bit like, why am I playing? <laughs> Well, who out of who out of Hawthorne didn't play yesterday for you guys? Because oh. I know for Carlton, Patrick Cripps didn't play. Yeah, sure. I didn't check the names of the uh, thing. I just really mainly because I, as soon as I found out the result, I went out and got a tattoo. Uh huh. Hit the town. We beat you in a practice match, only by four goals. To which quote, I think to for quote, Carlton, to quote Paul Keating, this is the sweetest victory of all. Quite a few people were down at uh, Optus Oval. There were a lot of people down Sorry, there as well. Sorry, I should say Optus Icon Park at Princess Park. Yep, sure. Four goals. Uh, now, people are talking about uh, your number one pick. Sam Walsh. Yeah, talking about him being a B&F winner in his first year. The fucking lid is right off. He's flying. And I think, it's you know who it is? It's fucking John Ralph, mate. He went up to Maroochydore with Carlton. So uh-huh. they had their pre-season camp up there. And he went up there. And he wrote, seriously, about a dozen articles. Even And Brendan Bolton was quoted in one of them saying, yeah, we're trying to keep the lid on. It's like, keep the lid on what, you little fucking idiot? Like, what are we lidding? What have we put a lid on? There's nothing to put a lid on. It's a steaming pile of shit. That's the only reason you'd cover it with a lid. But people are loving it. the smell doesn't fucking burn your eyes. Before your very first game, people are touting you as a a BNF winner, but also a Brownlow medal winner as well. In 2021. That's what the headline of that article said. Oh, dude. It's just... Imagine waking up to that. You're you're a high draft You know what, though? He's got a good head on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And he trains. He's, he's the best first-year trainer they've ever seen. Ever. 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 You heard that? Let me think. What are we, 2019? So, Juddy debuted 20... So, yeah, that would put him on the path of a Judd-type Brownlow, winning it in your third year. Yeah, okay. Well, he's probably better than Juddy. He'll probably have his second by his third year. Yeah, okay. The way they're talking him up. I mean, if you saw some... I did, um, as a loser, I went to the Carlton website today and had a look at some of his highlights. He actually is quite skillful. I don't think that's a loser act. Oh, go, good. Go Thanks, and look buddy. around, yeah. I appreciate that. I'm not sure where I stand on going and watching a practice match, though. Look, if you live really nearby, yes, and okay. you're free, but to go too far out of your way... Well, not many people live by uh, the Holden Centre. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, you could, maybe the people over the other side of the river... Might. Yeah, they're not. Oh no, Melbourne fans might be close yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you're yeah, right there in yeah. South Yarra. Okay. I, like if I if I was within a kilometre of a, if I, within like a ten minute walk of a practice match, scratch match. Yeah, and I go, okay, I'll go and wander down, but yeah, to get yeah to to go too far out of my way. Also thought like watching the um, the highlights of yesterday's game, they actually went a lot harder than I thought they would for a bloody scratch match. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, but yeah. I guess because. There's only two JLT games now, plus whoever's in the AFLX. There's not mm. really much of a chance to get your, you know, get yourself match fit. Yeah, I get a feeling the AFLX, uh, they're not going to be going too hard at them. But they can run. They're not going to. There'd be no contest. Yeah. But they can get their fitness up. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're going to run too much in yeah, the AFLX, okay. mate. Do you think? Uh, are you thinking that Fife's going to play a lot? Because we had some really good players pull out this week. We'll, well discuss this later. Yeah. Well, I think even Eddie Betts said that he's going to start on the bench. 
He's going to rotate himself through. Can't do that. He's a captain. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be out there. Yeah. He's a game changer. I know oh, you can't call game changer that early. I'm looking forward to the player showing up. I hope they go the whole hog and don't just do fancy suits, but do costumes. That's what I'm hoping for when they show up to the game. Yeah. You know, in the, in, in the uh, NBA tradition. So if you thought like a player walked in as Grimace from McDonald's. Yeah, I want that. I, okay. want, I want a bit of Wacky Wednesday going about it. I want people showing up dressed as Ronald McDonald. Oh, that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't want like you know five thousand dollars suit. I want. I Ricky want Nixon stuff. and the schoolgirl. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Very yeah. humorous stuff. Humorous yeah, stuff yeah. that Geelong get into. Yeah, I want. I want that kind of uh, uh, hilarity. The thing is though, like, if you <laughs> imagine you're Eddie Betts and you're driving in and you got this huge, pimped up suit and you're going, I feel like a fucking idiot. You look good though. They had a few of them yesterday on um, Instagram. I think it was. Oh, they're looking sharp. I think they had on Instagram. It was Burgoyne and uh, Brad Hill. And Eddie at yep. a shop getting fitted out. Yeah, they look sharp. What colour suits are we talking? Because uh, you can't go, you can't go your navy. I think Brad Hill. Brad Hill, I think had a pinkish jacket. Love it. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I can remember. I think. But anyway, I hope there's a chicken suit in there somewhere. That's what you want, isn't it? You know, uh, speaking of uh, the scratch matches um, today, I don't think Daniel Wells played, but he didn't need to. The guy doesn't need the money. No, absolutely not. He has come out and said to Collingwood that he will. He's Fucking basically, because you know, everyone was saying he's on half a million dollars a year. Half a million? He was on a lot to come across from North Melbourne. That is a lot of money. I think Chris Main's on half a million dollars. Half a million? Collingwood were just fucking throwing it around. I think the average wage now is about 360. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of coins. So half a million is actually, you're just playing just overs. Well, yeah, I mean, if anything, you're pathetic for making (laughs) half a million. (laughs) What's your fucking agent doing? Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, he offered to take a base salary going into this year. He's just going to basically play for match payments, which means. Uh, he will be paid zero dollars <laughs> times twenty-two. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. What? What's that like? Minimum wage? Like, is that like a hundred or something? And then match on top of that? Uh, that's a really good question because they would sorry, have to give him. Sorry, question with that notice, Adam. Yeah, I'm fuck, sorry. Yeah, we haven't done that for a while. Yeah. Would they have a base salary with match payments, or do they just go here's ten grand per match? I don't know. It depends, man. I suppose with a rookie and stuff like that, like they have a base, and then they would have a. Incremental match payments. But, all right, say he does this. Does that come out of their salary cap or is that already logged? Because it's not up to... Maybe you have to keep into account like, okay, Dan Wells is on this yep. right now, but he could make that. And so we have to play play it careful with our salary cap as to... Because the salary cap would have been already locked off by the time the last draft had happened. All you'd allow is the minimum payments for those two kids that you can pick up. Well, fuck, I don't give a fuck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what Mate he's fallen on his sword That's very You know what It's a very Christian thing It to actually do. is quite nice of him To do that actually I must say And Eddie Maguire said He admitted he got a bit emotional Yeah After hearing the star midfielder Selfless proposition You know why he did it though Because he uh, Never fucking played And was injured <laughs> all the time And so he kind of Owed them a lot more Than they owed him Okay And he wants one more year left Yes One more extra year Yeah I kind of find it, Eddie, uh, it's one of those things that almost brings a tear to your eye when you see it happening. Well, it's, it's nice, pretty, isn't it? It is pretty rare that a footballer goes, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take all that money. But it's really emotional. I mean, I get emotional too when I think about it. Yeah? The idea that, you know, he was on a half a million last year. And, and now he's not? Now he's not on half a million. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's You're not depressed, are you? Because I've got, <laughs> got some shit in my pockets. It's something, something special, you know. It's just selfless, you know. It's kind of say, you know, hey, hey, I'm... I think it took too long, to be honest. I'm gonna say I think he was selfish. <laughs> and I don't like what he's done. I'll do you a favour. I won't play for the whole year. Hey? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. No, he's good like that. Uh, LED signs. I think we need him. We've seen them around the boundary for the last few years. But now, 
they're going to be involved in the coaching process. Yeah. So basically the clubs were worried that because runners can only go out after goals, mm. which, for example, if you're Carlton, uh, doesn't happen a lot. But also, you can get. Doesn't mean it has to be your own goal. So when the other team's raining goals on you, you still get to run out twenty times a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like get to the back line. They're like yeah. starting positions of six. They're yeah. like, Fuck. Yeah. Stop. We're in big trouble. <laughs> Stop being shit. Yeah. So now they're going to have LED signs, which I think they were already going to do to hold up numbers to let players know when to rotate off. Ah, yeah. Because the runner couldn't get out there and go chamber. Get off. Would never happen, but yeah. Well, just for I, I know the hypothetical you situation. You run through the middle yeah. too much, mate. We just need you to get down the forward line, clunk a few. Um, so aside from just having numbers, they're going to have LED signs that are going to have like I think, like just symbols on them, like emoji sort of thing. Yes. Well, so I've been hearing about coaches that they use symbols now in in, in sports all around the world. So just to simplify it, yeah, so it'll yeah, be like, yeah, um, no, you're like exactly right. A yeah. picture of water, and it might be that means to flood. Yeah, it's a coaching technique. I was reading about this a bit ago, but they talk about having uh, uh, symbols just to um, get it into your head quickly. You know, a visual yeah, okay. aid. That means that off we go. Yeah, so hand up means you know uh, slow down and play. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. Or say um, uh, say Sicily kicks mm-hmm. three goals in a row. Mm-hmm. Eggplant emoji. Yeah, great <laughs> stuff. Love your work. <laughs> keep it. Keep it up. You know, Clarko's happy. Yeah, a lot of that kind of stuff. So they will have. I mean, each club will probably have their own sign. But quick question again, without Ooh. notice. I'm sorry. Hey, on a Friday afternoon. I'm what not ready say? for this. Okay, I you're the you're the right you're the on the boundary. You hold up a picture of an apple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you're going into Apple mode already. Yeah, an Apple, okay. And then you begin to play a certain type of play. Apple style. People then You've given it away. Does that mean the opposition now know that Apple means we're going to play this kind of game? Fat side. So then, do you have to change the picture a quarter time or in the next game? Well, yeah, change the symbol. It's yeah, that's a very, very complicated. Good. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So if you held up like a, a a burger, which meant go the fat side of the ground. Yeah. Uh, good point. And then the next time. All the opposition players look up and go, fuck, it's burger. Yep, sure. Get to the fat side. We're onto it. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and I don't think um, AFL players are capable of changing that 22 times in a season. I think I've just picked a flaw in the whole logic of this uh, coaching scheme. And you know what? If I was at the footy and I actually sit where my reserve seats are opposite the bench. Oh, well, someone doing very well. I am going to be uh, obsessed by the symbols. Yeah, what they are. Yeah. And I'm going to be getting angry at Brendan Bolton. I'm going to be like, there's, uh, there's no time for fucking aeroplane. Uh, be, this I'd, is not the time for that. I would be really curious as to what they actually are when may eventually happen. But don't you think then it it only hurts teams with less experience? Like, uh, you know, if you've got, say, when Luke Hodge was at Hawthorne, he was a general. Yep. So he basically marshaled the troops from the back line. Mm. Hawthorne knew what to do without having to get the runner out there. Yes, yes. And if you've got a young side, then, of course, like Gold Coast, they're going to have no fucking chance. Yep. So do you think that it's just a bit ridiculous for some of the more experienced teams? Maybe will they use it less? Uh, I, I actually am curious as to how much they actually do use them in the end. Like, Is it going to be three times a quarter? Is it going to be ten times a quarter? Yeah, it's a good question. I think it will come, I would imagine, later in the quarter once the coach's messages start to wear off. What happens if the, uh, the screen breaks? Do we oh, have to fine. stop the game? Absolutely. Until we get a new one? Well, I think so. That's not fair. Or what if, because if you can see it from the, Boundary, then you may as well just put it on the big screen. And then, well, also, how big is it? Like, if you can, if you're on the far side of the ground, and they hold up a, a peach, yeah. And are you how are you meant to, or, or you you misinterpret it, and you're like, oh, mango, absolutely. And so you start playing mango, <laughs> and you got to be playing peach. Yeah, 
Yeah, and they and they look at the behind the goals vision. They go, "You're running that way." And you go, "I was in mango, mango, mango mode." mode. No, you must have been peach. It's peach mode. You fucking idiot. God, get it together. Ah, this is. It's going to be tough. I, I don't. I don't feel. I, I feel for on. the footballers, man. It's just there's enough going on, as it is. Kenny Hinckley. I'm, I'm going to take umbrage with Ken Hinckley. Now we love Ken Hinckley. He was a man that you know he put in the no toilet roll policy. He was like pick up your rubbish at Port Adelaide, and he changed. He was the Japanese uh, soccer team before the Japanese soccer team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. That Port Adelaide was the one club you could go into, and the boot starter did fuck all because <laughs> everything was done for them. But he has said that he was disappointed with Jack Watts, right? And he has said, can you believe this, right? He has said Watts needs to become a more reliable person. Now, can you think of anyone more reliable than Jack Watts? Like, every time you think, geez, we need a fucking story in the news. Bang! Watsy! <laughs> He's just got back from Oktoberfest. What's going on? What's he up to? And every story we hear is pretty consistent. Yes. Like... The guy knows what he likes. If you read any of the uh, the uh, uh, text messages that Jack Watts sent, as we all have, he's a man who knows what he likes, and he doesn't want to change from it. He's consistent. He's yeah. reliable. You know what you're going to get from Jack Watts. How's this? He says, um, uh, "What I will say for Jack is that it was a significant amount of time ago." He's talking about the Vise and Pulver. Yep. Uh, that was October. Kenny Hinckley. <laughs> Last year, though. You fucking moron. And he said Jack's made some significant adjustments to the way he wants to live his life now. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that Jack Watts has adjusted. I don't want to hear that Jack Watts has backed off. I want to hear what's what's coming up. What's yeah. next? Yeah, exactly. What does, the next, what's, what does May hold? Wouldn't you love that if we had an advent calendar of what's coming up for Jack Watts? <laughs> what's, up for, what's up for Wattsy? Where's he going to be? What's he going to be doing? He said... Um, I'm prepared to say, Jack, this is a part of your past, and I'm sure there are other things in your past that you're probably not super excited by. Uh-huh. So Kenny's read the, the text as well. <laughs> but let's work towards what your future is going to look like and that the Jack Watts that has some experiences of life now doesn't let those same things happen. But what I find interesting as well, though, is that if you look at this quote about other things in your past that you're probably not super excited by, a lot of we saw those messages. Like they were really exciting messages. Everything that I've seen of Jack Watts before he went to Port Adelaide, I had no idea this Jack Watts existed. I thought he was like a bit beige. Yeah, I, I'm completely with you. I want a full time keeping up with the Wattses. Yeah, gotcha. Well, I was just thinking before maybe we should have um, uh, you talk about um, what do you call it? WhatsApp? We can have Jack WhatsApp. Fucking hell! <laughs> so you get updated. What Jack, what's Jack up to now? Wouldn't that be fantastic? So you download the app, and Jack's in on this, right? So you pay 50 bucks for the app. Yeah, we've got to give him a, a bit of a taste. Right, and whatever yeah. Jack texts to his buddies on WhatsApp, yeah. boom, it appears for you. <laughs> on Jack WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> what are you wearing? You're like, oh, oh fucking Watsy's in. Here we go. When you hear that little ding. Yeah. Oh, shit. Watsy's going. Oh, someone's going swimming. Oh, fuck, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> this is going to be shit. Yes. Yeah, you wake up, and there's like 18 messages yeah, from yeah, Jack Watts. Yeah, from overnight. Yeah, of what Jack Watts been up to on Jack you WhatsApp. You tell me. Any person in Australia who wouldn't sign up to that. Yeah, I'm signing up. Uh, by the way, I fucking invented that, by the way. So, Jack WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jack WhatsApp. That is one of the fucking best business ideas that's ever been created. Maybe for extra, you can call Jack Watts on Jack WhatsApp. No, so that's, you, then you're going to influence what Jack Watts is up to. But only between the hours of 3 a.m. and 3.30. Yeah, okay, but you don't want to wake up anyone who's in the house that he might be in. See, see, uh, yeah, gotcha, yeah, Because sure, Jack sure. doesn't want everyone to know where he's at. <laughs> So you just got to be very careful. But wouldn't it be great just to go, um, just to get a, a pop up and just go, 
anyone got any wise and pulver? Yeah, yeah, sure. And sure. you just go, fuck, he must be. <laughs> just with a, a wink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a winking emoji. Yeah. Fuck, I love the Jack WhatsApp. I think it works. So, Kenny Inkley, can I just say, back the fuck, fuck off, Jack. Yeah, let Jack be Jack, mate. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it. Did you find it interesting that the AFL forced Jeremy McGovern to go into the parade Can't believe the grand final? Can't believe it. That, you know, that puts a stain on the grand final parade, that someone is forced to do it against their will. Do you feel like the Eagles Premiership's tainted now? <laughs> Probably, yeah. That he didn't want to do the parade? Yeah, yeah. Well, just the fact that uh, he was forced to do it against his will, he was clearly... He wasn't well enough to be in it. Well, they talk about him... Okay, so he revealed he was the last second inclusion for the grand final parade after the AFL insisted he take part. So, so okay, do you, okay, question without notice. If you're, you're a young kid, put yourself in a young kid's mind, right? Okay. You've gone to the grand final parade. You've got the public holiday. Mm-hmm. Dad's taking you down. Oh, I haven't seen my dad for a long time. Yeah, cool. He's been in prison. He's out. Yeah, got your dad's yeah. out. Yep. Oh, we're going to spend time together. Yeah, it's the dad. You met him last year. Yeah, great. Cool. He's a good fella. He's going to take you to the grand final parade. He takes you out there. Gotcha. You see. Do I get my face painted? Can I face paint? Absolutely. Paint can. my face. Dad, can I get my face painted? What What colours, your little cunt? Um, gold and um, blue? Nah, can't afford that. Oh. I've got black and I've got white textures. But I don't back for Collingwood. Yeah, that's too fucking bad. I'm an Eagles fan. I've Mate, I've got this Sharpie and I've got this fucking liquid paper pen. That's why we haven't met, because I've been living in Perth while you were in Barwon. Yeah, well, that's... What, what's your motherfucker told me? Hey, by told the way, uh, how's Tony Mockbell going? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've got my shoes cleaned. So, you're a little kid. You've been to the uh, Grand Final Parade. You've only seen 21 of your Premiership heroes. Yeah, gotcha. Because J-Mac's not there. Yeah, J-Mac. How do you feel? Uh... Look shattered. Yeah. Look, I won't beat around the bush. Yeah. Um, look, the boys came out strong at the start, mm. you know. Came out uh, 21 of them. Yeah, you saw um, there's JK. Yep. So uh, McGrath. Yeah. McGrath. Lacroix. Saw McGrath as well. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Pigeon was there. Yeah, yeah man from school. And uh, uh, Adam Simpson was there. Coach was there. Shoey. Great. Yeah. Shoey, yep. Dad was doing a Shoey, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dom Sheed, Premiership hero. Yep. But I didn't see McGov. Uh, because he had fucking internal bleeding and torn obliques. Which one are the obliques? Just the uh, side abs, basically. Okay, gotcha. That that, uh, that would hurt. But he got that. He got that from a knee in the in the preliminary final. How the fuck do you tear your ob- obliques from a knee? I suppose. It's What's he done? All right, because that's it. like a, it's a twisting thing that would do it. Maybe he was like, he was in the front seat, and this is the kind of bloke that McGov is. And some one of his mates was in the back in the Uber, and he kept turning around to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like you know how people just. When the front two just have the conversation, you're in the back seat and you yeah, got to lean feel forward. A bit lonely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but McGovern's not like that. Yeah. He's turning around. He's going, Mark Lacroix, you're a little fella. Where should we go? What are we doing? He kept turning around. What do you want to do next? What's happening tomorrow? And so he thought I'd, you know, do more rehab and I'd not take part in the parade. And then somehow the AFL picked up on that. Got wind. Yeah. Last minute too. You know what? I reckon they saw them starting to line up. That's how late it was. And they've gone, oh, there's, uh, where's Jeremy McGovern? They're going, oh, he's not coming. He's in, uh, he's in rehab. He's got for internal, internal bleeding. bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what condition do you have to have before they go? Okay, take it easy. Well, does that not tell you that if you think you're not fit enough for a grand final parade, just say you got a mental health issue? And well, no, I was going <laughs> to no. say perhaps you're not fit enough for a grand final. You've got. If you can't make the grand final parade... Yeah, that's a good point, actually. You probably aren't fit enough. If you've got internal bleeding, yeah, mate, yeah. if doctors are saying to you, hey, maybe don't go on the grand final parade, 
Because if one of those cars breaks gently, <laughs> you could fucking die. We'll lose a kidney. Yeah, yeah. And he's going, no, mate. I, I don't care. I'll still play in the grand final. I don't give a shit. Because it wasn't great weather either. You don't want to have internal bleeding and a bit of a and a bit of a chill. Not at all. That that's fuck. Your parents warned you against that. And so well, they said, rug up if you got because you never know when you've got internal bleeding. You and I could have it right now. <laughs> the AFL said no, so I just had to rock up late in an Uber. Do you think you got like a pop, I hope the, pop the top off of the Uber? Well, I hope the Uber went all the way down. <laughs> he just went in the parade? Yeah, yeah, he's just turned in. He goes, mate, extra star. Extra star <laughs> if, you, if you hit the high beams a couple of times for me. <laughs> and at least then he would have got his own tunes in the Uber. It would yeah. have been great. Isn't that interesting? They, they take it very seriously, don't imagine, they? Imagine you're the next guy with the waiting for the Uber. It goes, just finishing a trip. And you go, it's just fucking going down Swanson Street, mate. How fucking slow is it? You're going at five kilometres an hour. <laughs> oh, fuck off. If I cancel, it's going to cost me $10. I'm going to wait. It's going to take me two hours, but fuck. I can't believe the AFL forced him. Uh, what, kind of, what kind of dictatorship do we live under? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> that's for Grant Thomas at the live show, I think. That's a very good him. point. Yes, he will be there. Yeah, I'm, mate, I'm going to go hard on him and Andrew Demetrio. Oh, dude, it's going to be awesome. It, it's really going to be a fun it's afternoon. It's going to be awesome. Trybooking.com, check it out, uh, Sunday, March 10. A few footballers in real life. Before we head off to the AFLX, and yes. so we're going to record at the AFLX, we've got, it's about, about uh, 20 minutes before... God, the excitement. <laughs> ...before rock, paper, scissors. Yep, paper. We better get down there, actually, yeah. Yeah, no. uh, Footballers in real life from Damo. Uh, here we go. Daniel Rioli hanging out with... Uh, oh, here we go. We've got a footballer daughter in real life, Adam. Love it. Mia Favola at the St Kilda Festival. Oh, Okay. Few photos of them. We don't encourage that. Oh yeah, we do. Damo has a regular, regular email, and we do appreciate a great deal. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I like the, uh, the covert photo. Uh, here we go. If it's not like through, you know, here's James Heard having a shower. Although we will take those photos, but we won't talk about them on air. And then we also have from Ben. Uh, so, so Rioli's going out with Mia Favola, is yes. that right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Great. Um, I had the honour of. Oh fuck! Imagine the papers going bananas if they have a kid. Oh, like the blood, the bloodlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, like a, yeah, you had to get there for a little bit, but yeah. Sneaky, oh shit! Sneaky goal sneak who can you know do a banana kick from seventy. Yeah, Fev and the Rioli bloodlines. That's I amazing. want that kid. Yeah, bloody get hell. it happening. And then, hmm, then you'd probably. Well, I was thinking father son, but I'm like, of course, me. I, yes. Doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Just because you have a child doesn't mean yeah. it uh, can can't play your dad's team. Although we should bring that rule in. Yes. Anyway. I had the honour of having AFLX Flyers Vice Captain The Bont walk past me in Camboola on Sunday morning. His sponsors would be happy that he was seen expertly reverse parking in Mercedes X-Class use and decked out in night gear. No sign of Flyers Captain Nat Fife, but hopefully The Bont will learn from his new mentor and will be flying a helicopter to training soon. Certainly beats the regular sightings of Hawthorne players that live in that area. Thank you, Ben. No, oh, that's good. I like The Bont. So, I can't imagine. The Bont doesn't live out that way, does he? I would have said he was like most of those western northern suburbs plays are Ascot Vale. You'd figure just a, a, a simple commute in the morning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I tell east. you what, the, the uh, Mercedes Ute would would fit in quite nicely though. He's he's chosen the right car. Hey, uh, we're going to hit the road very. We're going to head to the AFLX and going to put this on afterwards. But that's it for this. Yes, don't forget uh, the tickets for the live show at trybooking.com and of course you can get the stubby holders at junktime.bigcartel.com. And then you're going to hear a siren sound. And then we'll be at the AFLX. I'm recording. 
All right, so we're here at the start of the uh, first AFL like, It's really fucking loud where we are. People are banging stuff. And now it's quieting down. There's a pink Throw ball. up. Um, so we've got the bold twist of the rampage. So which traditional rampage? Uh, traditional blue, rivals. And green. The pink ball going through. So Dylan Shields has had a shot at goal. Hit, hit the, the post. post. I mean, that's going to cost you. It will, won't it? <laughs> it does cost deep. you. I mean, these big games, you gotta, you got you to gotta make the most of the opportunities. Well, I mean, it's really tough, you know, when the scoreboard's not even working. We can't even tell how long has elapsed in the game. It could be 30 seconds, it could be 35, I don't know. Uh, and it's, it's just a black mark against the AFLX right here. Yeah, the, the scoreboard is not ticking over one bit. I do like the pink ball, though. I, can I say, as Rory Sloan puts the first goal through for the Rampage, I believe... But I don't believe it was just a normal goal. It wasn't a Zupa goal. No. You know what's really hard to see is where the markings are for for the zones. I, I'm assuming that it's 10 metres per mode strip. Oh, so yeah, we've got... But also the red marking. Oh, this is an absolute cock-up by the AFL. Can I just say there was an actual tackle in the game, which I didn't think there would be. But look at the field, Adam. Like the, the, it's a very dull red that are marking off the zones where they're meant to be. I will say that the crowd sounds a lot bigger than it uh, actually is. We're just in an area with a lot of kids, so... And they're banging like the inflatable things that you bang together. And they're really fucking annoying. I don't, I don't know if they have a name. Thundersticks, I think they are. Ah, oh, there we go. Here we yeah. go. Shot and goal. And it goes. Gee, the rampage are on top here. So what we're seeing basically is no level of pressure whatsoever on the ball carrier. Yes. The behind the goals vision is going to tear these blokes apart when they go through this on Monday. On the review, the Hodgie yeah. on the left, over two. Is that Jack Higgins perhaps? I'm trying to do about three things at once, okay? I'm going to put the recorder in your lap, Adam. I'm going to try and get my laptop out. So, so I'm just trying to get a sense device. of what's going on here. It looks like a... That's a goal. Straight through the high the diddle. On the board with a goal. I mean, the bolts needed that to solidify. Luke Parker with the goal there. He's going to get the right pitch to throw away. Barrel down the middle, doesn't go too well. Gets about halfway mark. So basically, what we're seeing is almost, it looks like um, schoolyard kick to kick. There's a lot of space. How good would it be, though, if it just kicked off at some stage? As in like an... Like a 1985 grand final. Or like an international rules, let's bash the shit out of the, <laughs> I the Irish for being amateurs. <laughs> That kind of thing. That would be great. But two on one in the forward line. But the thing is, that the players are too matey for that these days, you know? That was nearly a contest. Hands on the left. Dribble kick. The chief oh. won't be happy. And he goes through a point. That's what you, get. That's what you deserve! So that was Andrew Gaff. So you, you wouldn't be going near Gaff. You know what he's capable of now. I do like the ideas of players playing while suspended. There's a lot of room going on here. Pops it forward. So basically, if you... It's on... Another goal. It's on Marvel Stadium. It, Let's talk about what we're seeing. Well, basically, the size it. of the ground, it looks like they're playing the corridor. So they've taken yeah. away the fat sides of all the ground. <laughs> fat side, fat side and the pockets are gone. It's not a great deal of switching. Yeah, and they're playing. Basically, they're playing the corridor. So this would be 
doing a coach's head in right now. So, for do the teams have coaches, by the way? Uh, no, I think it's more a captain and vice captain led thing. So who's calling the rotations? We're seeing a rotation now. Uh, you got a ten second shot clock. A rampage has just switched. Andrew Gaff has missed. Oh, okay. So on the outside of the grounds. So we're on very clever. Okay, we're on the non-broadcast side of the ground. So we're we are the cameras would be facing us. So on our side of the ground, there's bean bags. Yep. There's lots of kids sitting, you know, on the boundary side, almost like they used to sit in the olden days on the boundary. Yeah. There's a uh, hooker pipes. Yeah. Now they're very relaxed. Uh, there's a little bit of an opium den down at the locket end, <laughs> which is kind of nice. I think it's a good touch. There are a bunch of kids running around on that boundary. Uh, but if you go to the other side of the ground, which is very sparsely populated, yeah. there'll, be no, there'll be no reverse shots on the broadcast. Oh, okay. You think they're forced? Yeah, so they've, they've pushed, definitely... They've pushed us into the into They've the definitely area. loaded up one side of the ground, so it looks good on telly. It's our Smith, Papa one through for a point. The top deck is not no, open at all, so it's like a North Melbourne game. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Fucking Smith's not playing. He pulled out. And there's um, a lot of bubbles play. floating around. <laughs> there are. Okay. We're oh, just being moved. Been asked seats. to move our seats. Okay, I'm going to try and pick up the recording device and the laptop at the same time. And move down a, a few seats. I might fall over. And I might We've just be moved down about five <laughs> seats. Oh, and there's about a thousand seats a running down from us. Okay. But we're recording illegally, so we thought we'd do what they yeah. say. Yeah, Adam's got a media pass, so we kind of like thought, if anyone says anything, I was going to kick off him. Media pass. Another goal for the Rampage. This is whitewash. Is this going to sound any good? Oh, who knows? sound in your headphones. Oh, it sounds fine, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll be a bit peaky. Yeah, this may not be our mo greatest moment, Junk Thomas. So oh, we're oh, six the goalpost like, lit up just then. We're five minutes into the first half of a ten-minute half. Is that correct? Am I correct? Well, the clock is now working. You've got better eyes than me. Five minutes in. Five minutes twenty. So when do we when do we nominate a game changer? Is that only the second half? I'm actually not cl completely clear on the game changer. I'm sorry. So Jack's taken a taken a mark. He's gonna he's gonna slot this one through for sure. And I will tell you what, the rampage of the rampage are moving up because yeah. they they just got a super goal. Ah. <sighs> So the kids behind the goal was the going for the ball. Good on them. Good on them. Good oh, what fun. I'm detecting very quickly is that these fucking idiots behind us, these children, yeah, sure. are supporting whoever kicks a goal. They don't <laughs> care bolts <laughs> or rampage. It's a long night for a lot they're of people. They're little idiots, running. and they've got no fucking idea. They've yeah, been plied sure. with alcohol or sugar or something. Yeah, sugar, I think. And um, Weisenpulver. Yeah, <laughs> they're annoying me. Who's the big unit for the Bolts, number 46 down there. Who's was, that? I was about to look it up and then I realised I'm not exactly hooked up into the... Uh, there's a lot going on, Adam. I've no, got the recorder, true, I've true. got the laptop out. Oh, that's 15 metres or something. That's a, that's a seven metre penalty. Oh, come on. Come on, ump. You've been giving them all day. So we've got Andrew McGrath's picking up the ball. Oh, oh so a bit of handy, dummy And put it through for a point. Yeah, these kids have got no fucking idea what's happening and they're really shitting me. He should have centred that one, actually. I'd drag him for that. So we're looking around. So the top level is not open. The bottom and the second level are open. We're so on the second level because we're doing very well. On the broadcast side, Adam, where the cameras are, that's the Medallion Club, am I right? 
That's the what? Medallion Club. A Medallion Club's like behind there and all the way around, isn't it? So, okay. Oh, yeah. Where it says Medallion Club, probably. It's probably is the Medallion Club. It's probably where they have a Medallion Club. But they're probably too busy in there having like massive fights. Fights, a bit of rise and pulver. Because, you know, they're, um, they felt depressed earlier. Here we go. So Jack's lining up for a super goal. Oh, yeah, because he marked it in the area. And, and i got to tell you, the bolts didn't even line up from the mark there. That's irresponsible. So Zach got a super because he marked it while the ball was kicked from the middle to red lines. Okay. But the red lines, what I'm trying to say before, the red lines aren't very Thick. visible. Yes, I'm with you on that. No, that, that puts pressure on the umpire. Well, it's hard enough to learn a new sport. Let alone not being able to see the red lines. So they just crossed to the fat side of the ground, but they did it in one kick. That's a Zupa. So Rory Sloan's just nailed a Zupa goal. It is raining goals here at Marvel Stadium. We've got to say that. I don't know. I, I mean, the Rampage are 40, 37 points up within the first half. Yeah. Uh, wait till uh, the game changer comes in. It'll change everything. Are we predicting... Now can I just say, here's one thing... Wait, are, we, are we predicting a Rampage dynasty here? Yeah, I think it's fair to say. Oh, fuck, there's rock climbing. They're on it. Now, because the um, top deck is closed here at Marvel Stadium, we probably don't get a chance to see this very often, but there are some seats behind the Coventry end that spell out. They're yellow, and there's black seats that spell out 4 and 20. Now, whether or not 4 and 20 have an ongoing payment with that, or they just go, well, you got to change the whole fucking seat. And that's a really clever marketing idea. I've never noticed that before. Well, because there's usually people here. That's a really good point. It's very rare that the top deck is shut. So if you look to the right-hand side of the broadcast, there... There we go. Bolts at the scoreboard. Just on half-time. They needed that one, the bolts, before they head into the break. I mean, Coach Danger's probably going to be pretty angry. Okay, so that went at 9 minutes 10. So was it 9 minutes plus time on? Well, I think it was... I think, I'm not totally sure by the fact that that scoreboard was not ticking for about a minute or two when we kicked off. Oh, you don't think it came in at the right time? But can we look over on the uh, left-hand side, Adam, here? Right-hand side, if you're watching TV. There's a rock climbing wall in the corner there. It looks like... So um, there's a little kid going a, up the rock climbing wall at the minute. Looks like a big Chiquito or a yeah, giant a, who? Giant Crunchy. So now they're interviewing uh, Tom Hawkins, the Tomahawk. Oh, hang on. The goalposts are lighting up. They're lighting up now. They didn't light up during the match, did no, they? No, no, they did. They did. When they Have did. they? For yeah. a Zupa? Yeah. I've missed it. Look, this is football for the ADD generation. Tennis committee's now on a screen doing an ad for Perth. Now, what are your thoughts so far? We're into the first half. Uh, you've seen the AFLX. What's your take on it? Well, I mean, this is my second time. I'm a returnee. True. Obviously, you know, I went last year. Have you seen much of a change in tactics since last <laughs> season in the AFLX? <laughs> um, yeah, look, I mean, <laughs> we've always talked about in AFLX that flooding was a problem. Yeah. And I'm glad to see they've taken that yeah, out, out of the game. Yeah, they've worked to fix that. They really <laughs> have, and I think they've done a great job. The AFL, those um, focus groups they had, said, how do we fix it? <laughs> we'll change every rule. And now we see the deadly over there. Team so dead. they have starting zones, I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, do. and the yeah. deadlies are, yeah. are so warming the, up. The forwards are in that, in that forward zone, the gotcha. red zone. 
So, yeah, the de Team Deadly over there warming up because they will be up next against, uh, I think, one of these teams, the Bolts or the Rampage. Oh, I think the Bolts, actually. Okay. Throw up. Bolts get out of the middle. Rampage is strong in defence. Now, I know I've mentioned it a couple times, but that pink ball is really easy to pick up. It's really nice. Big mic by Jack. Um, and I don't know if it, if it swings like the Duke. But, uh, yeah, I like it. Go on the barrel. Is that Jared Pollack? Sinking the it. barrel there. Zorko. And big I barrels it to himself. That would be a super goal by the fact that that was kicked from the back half into the forward bit. All right, now explain to me how that was a super. So that that forward bit, or the that sorry, the middle the middle bit, middle red box, middle bit, and an after. Yep. if I remember correctly, is a super. If you kick it from there, and then they mark it in that forward zone. Right. So as long as it doesn't touch the ground in between, it stays super, stays live. Bolts have a shot, miss. Oh, the captain. That could have been, that, that should have been captain's goal right there. Disgraceful. Tell you what, the rampage are blown out too huge. This is a percentage. Just got another is, barrel down the middle. This is percentage for the rampage. Well, it's going to come in handy come finals time. And the players almost uh, tackled back there, and that was <laughs> that was horrible. It just you don't want to see that in this game. <laughs> I think it's about time the AFL stamp it out. It is really interesting the idea that they they almost make the effort to half chase. Yeah, but they go nah, we're not. Oh, we're moving again. No Sorry guys, we're on the okay. move again. On the move. Just moving seats down. You got to keep on walking Which that way. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. We're, we're gonna. Oh, I think we're gonna move. Oh shit. Okay. Okay, we're gonna move. Um, we'll cut off and then come back. Yeah. Oh, we're just in time for the game changer. This is huge, Chambo. Yeah, sorry, we had to move. We had to move. Have I dropped every cord? No, I haven't. So they've given Sean Higgins is going to be the game changer. That's massive. Tell you what, to kick a 20-point goal, though, it'd be pretty, pretty exciting. Pretty handy. Okay. <laughs> We've got a nightmare here. So Sean Higgins... Had a shot! Is the game changer for the Bolts, who are only five goals down, which basically is a goal and a half. Oh, my laptop's dead. Okay. We've got all the battery power now. So we had to stop them because uh, people came through and wanted their seats. Now, what annoys me is yeah, there was we three seats either side. She's like, oh, we're in J38. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah but we don't, we don't need all the fucking seats. Just sit down where you are, and if other people come, then move your yeah. old fucking bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, what's your language? Sorry, I just hate moving. Although we are in a quiet area, can I say? The good away ball. That's I reckon that's the first free kick I've seen. And then oh, the and also, put it away. I believe the Gatorade game changer is wearing a top with Gatorade on the front, which is a huge boost for Gatorade. I mean, they, I don't reckon they even would have expected that. It's a nice little piece of integration, don't you think? That was nearly well, kids, a, that, like, was, that was nearly a contest. That marking contest right there. All kids now would be like, I want to wear the giant G for Gatorade. Yep, sure. That's what you look at as a kid. Who do you okay. want to play for? I want to, play, I want to be the, the Gatorade Bolts. game changer. Bolts are going long. Two on one. And they're going to snap a goal. Okay, here we go. So we've got a game on our hand here, Adam. We've got 
about three minutes to go in this second second half. The Bolts are 40 points, 37 points down. But if the game changer can get involved, now do we have a game changer for the rampage? Yes, we do. Out there in the middle, running through. I can't work out who that is because I don't think. There we go. Big little man. Big man will always beat the good little man. So what do you make of it so far? I think that um, the fact that the the fact that the commentator, the ground commentator, has to come over the top and explain what just happened <laughs> is not a great sign. And another barrel. That could be going. No. Anytime someone kicks a barrel, like just happened, people get stupidly excited. You know, what I find interesting is that often when they go forward, there's two on one on the forward. Okay. Do you think that they've orchestrated that? That's going to be a free kick to the rampage. Can I just say, if you're Went this out of is bounds. training, would you say? I suppose oh, there you so. go. Lucky Whitfield just got hit Whoa, by. Oh, that was half a contest. Yeah. Another barrel. Get in. No, it's going to go to the right. It's going to be a point. So basically, people are just excited. People, you know what? People are fucking morons. Well, if you look around, and they're not supporting a team, they're just supporting big kicks. Well, one thing I wanted to look for was if there was going to be um, AFLX merch. So we, I might have a look around while before I leave the stadium to find out. You know what? As we were walking in. I didn't see any merch for sale. No. And I was looking for Shot that. from the bolts. That's going to go through. No, off to the right. So I if mean, you're a young kid who's into the bolts and you're like, where do I get my bolts top? I feel like you can't. Bolts, I feel like the bolts have been very inaccurate. I, they say that. Inaccurate kicking costs you games. Here we oh, go. Jack Rewald is just taking a hanger. Let him go. Have a shot, Jack. Come on. Have a shot. Ah, oh, he's missed as well. Come on, guys. Do you reckon they've had to, like, slightly adjust their radars? Because the middle of the ground to them in a normal game is, like, 80, 90 metres away. And now, all of a sudden, the goals are, you know, at centre-half forward. 35, 40. You're not quite sure how That's far just right you are. just radars off. Oh, it's good to see Daniel Rich fucking hit a target. He hasn't done it for 10 years. <laughs> He's going to hit one very nicely here. Oh, not quite. It's in the Rampage's back half. Deep back. you got to bounce every 10 metres, am I right, Adam? 45 seconds left. Okay. You figure 45 seconds left. We need to get it to the game changer, you a, idiots! We need a game changer right now. Jesus. I mean, poor I, mean I know the tactics better than the players do. That's missed as well. Poor kicking's poor football. This little kid in Hawks top down there on the wing. What number you got, mate? What number? You do need to give it to Higgins. Actually, if Higgins kicked a goal now, it would be... A tie. A tie. Oh, is that a point? No. Okay, if he yeah, got it, it now, be. if he got it now, it'd be a tie. So they've got to get to him quickly. Get it to your game changer. Why is he running inside zone? It's going to say inside 50, but he's just... Here he on is, he's on the lead. This has almost been orchestrated to end <laughs> on a game changer victory. Get it to him. What are you doing? Don't give it to Pollock. Come back to the game changer. And now he needs to hang around the that that zone. So if he gets oh, running it, he out can of have time. a 20-point goal. It's almost like they're extending the length of this game to be able to get it to the game changer. Ah. Oh, unbelievable. They lost by one kick. 20 points. Yes. So the Rampage beat the Bolts 72 to 52. Adam, you're 3-2-1. <laughs> uh, 
I'd have to say Jack Rewalt was uh, the one. Number two was the guy from GWS with the long blonde hair, number 46 for the Bolts. He was running around like a madman. He did really well. And then probably Jack Rewalt again. Yeah, gotcha. I'm going to give my three, two, and one to the little kid who is currently going up the rock climbing wall. They're about halfway. I don't know if they're going to make it to the top, but I, I support their efforts. I forgot we're in the Battle Dome. Yeah, the Battle Dome, yeah. Completely forgot that. Well, we've got the Deadlies coming up next. I imagine there's not going to be long between games. No, I think they're going to turn around pretty quickly. So we're going to get to see the Deadlies very shortly. Well, I think we're going to have to wrap up because I can't hear a fucking thing. Yeah, they're doing the uh, interview right now. But I, I, I hope that we have conveyed... Oh, here we See, go. Fireworks. fireworks going off. It's, That's it's, pretty sick. It's all happening. And the roof is open, which actually, you know what? I really like Marvel Stadium when the roof is open. When Ralph does his job, yeah, right, reads Ralph. the fucking, you know, listens to Jane Bunn, goes, oh, it's going to be warm. I'll fucking <laughs> pop open the roof. Deadly's going to take on the bolts in this next game. But we better wrap up because, obviously, Adam, we've got to get down to the uh, fun and games on the ground. With the beanbags. So we got are we allowed to play Giant Connect 4 and Giant Jenga? Are we allowed down there? Well, I want to climb the rock climbing wall and I want to push the kid off a beanbag. Yeah. And then uh, keep an eye out, guys. Also, in about half an hour, what what time is it now? Uh, about, oh, well, you want to know. 7.30. So about 8 o'clock during the third game, uh, I'm going to do a streak. Good stuff. Yeah, keep kids need to see that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to hit the right junk timers. Thanks for listening. Go Hawks. Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.